It's a trap, you walked right out of the hate All over a new king that's face is just replaced It's all the same, you still be ruled by force And no matter who it is, you'll still carry on the torch Just a lie, cheat, steal, half of what you make Taxation is theft, it's time to vacate the state Newsflash, all your cash is an IOU From killers who really do steal from you Inflation is a weapon used by every nation Who says that the saving in the world through lies Have they disguised and pass off as bravery? Well I got news, debt is slavery It don't matter who's matter, a new master don't matter When they both want the same, the state don't play no games They got you trying to survive and put you on sides And ready to kill each other, that's conquer and divide It's all for show, all for hyper control That's fucking once you think it's just about regular politics and money That's when you're wrong, boy And we're back with another episode of Bones and Tuss We're here to give you everything you want to hear more Sorry, before, just before we started, we kind of had a moment. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys could have seen it. Uh, laughing. God damn, I'm doing it too. Laughing and just joking and laughing so hard and almost throwing up. You know, I started drooling, which doesn't normally happen to me. Yeah, you don't have a drool mouth. Yeah. But uh, basically what happened was I smelled uh, <laughs> a drink that's in the room that's not mine and not Tubbs either. Because we're both always stone cold sober for the show. Exactly. And uh, I may or may not have went to spit into an old spit can and maybe inhaled a cigarette ash. It all mixed <laughs> together and created a time portal. And I went and spent 40 years in a Camden bar. <laughs> and now I'm back. Anyway, <clears throat> what's up? You have, That's not much, man. Dosvidanya, comrade. Dosvidanya. Man. So I wanted to ask you this only on the show so we couldn't pre-plan for it. But uh, would you rather get into like just because we've only got a few... Current events, do you want to do them before or after? Because I've noticed on our YouTube, which we don't upload to anymore, that uh, when we have a topical show and we do current events or house cleaning in the beginning, that creates the most negative vitriol uh, in the comment section. So should we just poke the bear or should we just do it at the nah, end? Fuck it, let's just poke the bear. I'd yeah, rather... fuck I want to I wanna increase the... I like your, I like your attitude. You I know, increase someone asked me the other day, like, do you still put your stuff on YouTube? And I was like... No, you're lazy. I was like, we have more. There's more than one app on your phone. I was like, no. I was like, we got too many strikes from those cocksuckers. I was like, they stopped. They kept taking our shit down. We're back at zero now, though. Well, that's good. We're ready to get back in the game. <laughs> we, we, that's what I'm oh, talking about. Speaking of that, I spoke with uh, JMY5 the other day. Oh, okay. He's still alive. I bet you, like, with this episode, he could come up with some pretty straight fire killer fucking. I'm thinking like tricolor, Soviet inspired fucking. Yeah. Artwork, yeah, a swastika we could all believe in. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uncomfortable. Sometimes I forget the podcast is not a visual medium. <laughs> <laughs> how do you? My brain kind of was like, "How the fuck do you answer that fucking yeah. question, man?" <laughs> I literally just try and prime my brain for a little quips all week long. You, you have just, a really long string of spit on your beard. I told you I drooled. I, I know. I just meant it was bad. Oh, my God. It was like six. You were, Jesus Christ. It was about six inches. Yeah. You guys can't see it, but it was clearly like the traditional male you, six you inches. You guys don't understand how two. funny it was, though. <laughs> oh, it was bad. I aged 40 years in a span of 15 seconds. <laughs> he made a sound. I, I'm a, a confirmed group booter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he made a sound that 
Unfortunately, set me to the precipice. Unfortunately for you, it was directly into the microphone. Yeah, yeah. And you got headphones I have, on. I have headphones on, so it was like, <laughs> I don't even want to try to recreate that sound. It sounded like it's the sound you make right before you get hot mouth. Like. <laughs> oh, yeah. And my mouth was warm. Uh, <laughs> I feel like... Uh, I feel like if you tried to recreate that sound, you'd vomit everywhere. It Please stays. don't. No, no. I mean, if you did it, like you're, you made it sound like this. Yeah, you, I'm good. It's over. I'm yeah. good. Anyway, uh, so just to go with the quick mentions, if you guys are here only for the topic, go ahead and skip ahead. I don't know, five, eight and a half minutes, whatever. Yeah. But uh, we got some topical things to talk about. We got mm-hmm. some some house cleaning. Speaking with our regular. Of the three amigos, Frank Castle, mm-hmm. and uh, he had commented on our last show where we were, you know, joshing around about movies and such, and uh, I think we were joking about Danny DeVito with the penguin and all mm-hmm. that, and he said that his great-grandpa played a stunt double for Danny DeVito, and that is fucking fantastic. That's that is, cool, man. That's a gold mine right there. That is yeah. a, what an interesting fact. He had to have been a little dude. He said he was little in yeah. that voice clip. I love that shit, too. He said, I, no, I didn't say, I, I, I should preface it differently. I didn't love how it was how it was told because it's, you know, uh, he came down with a terminal cancer. He was a minor. Yeah. And I uh, came down with lung cancer, which is, a, I believe that's a, a thing that you're pretty much guaranteed with, at least back in the day with that profession. The black lung. Yeah. You know? But when he found that out, he first went dynamite fishing. <laughs> and that's fucking gangster shit. And uh, I love that. Yeah. He was talking about the cops interaction with him. He was like, hey, fucking stop it. You know, there was no ass out, you know. Yeah. There was no tasing. There was no beat downs. Stop throwing dynamite in the fucking lake. Yeah. Which I could still say to those cops, you know, mind your fucking business. I'm a man on a mission. Like, You know, when when your timer starts, do you really think what the cops give a fuck about? Because I sure don't. No. If I know I'm, if I know like my card's fitting to get punched, <laughs> yeah, I give less than a fuck at that right. point. You know, the 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 one of the most terrifying things in the world is some is a person that's got nothing left to lose. You know? What are you gonna like, do? What are you gonna do? Yeah, you gonna fucking? Fuck are you gonna do? You gonna stop the cancer from killing me? Like, mm-hmm. get the fuck out of here with that. Actually, you're wasting my time. Leave. Yeah. What a badass story! Shout out Frank Castle. Shout out the three amigos. Yeah. I don't know if you remember, but I am having a hard time remembering the term. I want to say it's an EAM alert. It is a nuclear and military uh, shortwave or military broadcast, also on shortwave channel. For those in the know, they know. For those who don't, you'll figure it out and you'll be like, fucking Bones is retarded. But basically, they broadcast these messages every so often. Okay, so... This is what I'm getting from it. An EAM is a pre-formatted message that directs nuclear-capable forces to execute specific major attack options or limited attack options in a nuclear war. Yeah. It also supposedly involves... I mean, maybe it is just nuclear, but yesterday I follow, and I think everyone should follow this channel. It's a Buns and Tubs on Telegram. But anyway, uh, the real Telegram channel is called, we are also on Telegram, DEFCON uh, is the one that I originally followed, and it has uh, the radioactive hazard 
uh, picture with the current DEFCON level on it. Mm-hmm. But the one I'm talking about that I saw all this intel from yesterday, and it was wild because it was like 5 o'clock, 4.30, something like that, yeah. yesterday in the p.m. Eastern Standard. And this thing's just blowing the fuck up. Uh, there are more members today than yesterday. Currently, there's only 663 members in this channel. Mm-hmm. But a lot of these guys, and forgive me for my lack of terminology, uh, a lot of these guys are nerds. Okay? And they basically just, like, some of these dudes just ride the shortwave radio all day long. And they were freak EAM. Yeah. I don't know if I said that right or not, but it's an EAM now. Mm-hmm. So, there's a picture in here. This thing started yesterday in the afternoon going fucking crazy. And these dudes were going nuts over it. And some of these guys are like, listen, I've been in this amateur radio game for 30 fucking years. I listened all through the Iraq war. I listened through all these conflicts. I've never heard anything like this. It was three fucking hours, three and a half hours of straight fucking uh, codes. Huh. So they were all in here back and forth talking. People were like, what the fuck's going on? What the fuck's going on? And they were sharing a link to, uh, if you go to our telegram, it's in there. You can find it. It's an online shortwave radio that you can plug in different frequencies to. Yeah. And listen. Well, like this one guy, he literally, he just kept hammering over and over again. Like, I listen, this is some shit. And uh, they couldn't figure out whether it was nuclear forces being relocated or being given, you know, authorization or what. And nothing was going on. Like, not, no one knew anything was going on. And then all of a sudden, people start watching the uh, Flight Radar app. And I was talking with uh, Benjamin Scooter. Yeah. Indian Ben. I don't remember. The Aviator. The Aviator. You're right. Good looking out. So here's the picture. A guide to EAMs. Uh, types of EAM. Normal EAM is an example of uh, KSXL17 standby. And of course, they'll be like, I don't know the, the lingo, but yeah, Kilo, Sierra, whatever, X-Ray. Yeah. And then when it gets a little bit more heated, okay, Sky King. This is a good thing to Google. Sky King is where I originally heard about this. Uh-huh. So one times a Sky King, low priority in terms of Sky Kings, uh, it's most likely a test message. Example, Sky King, Sky King, do no answer. Time 30, authentication, uniform, Papa. This is Andrew's out. Uh, Sky King times two, low priority in terms of Sky Kings, most likely a test message. The most common Sky King you'll hear, so they will do it twice. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, it was on three all day long. They do it three times? Three times. High priority, probably not a test, likely actual orders to nuclear-capable forces. So that's why these, these nerds were freaking out. <laughs> and number four is highest priority, most likely not a test, potential nuclear go-no-go I mean, wouldn't you be Or freak- target examples. I mean, should we all, we all be freaking out maybe a little bit? Because, like, <sighs> think about it. Uh, Potato in Chief doesn't exactly breed confidence. And the fact the fact that they like when all this shit's going on, their best their like their best strategy to like get the message out there was to get like a bunch of leftist TikTokers together and give right. them a message to fucking broadcast to their quote unquote Send it fans. Out. Like yeah. what? It's crazy. Well, the, I don't. Uh, I'm, I'm mostly pay attention to the structure at this time. You know, it's mostly the military running shit, obviously. Yeah. Or the uh, deep state underneath, but. These guys, basically, I guess, from what I saw throughout, and I watched this fucking channel, DEFCON, DEFCON level community, public communications, public comms, 
and for about six and a half hours, they were freaking out for the four or five hours, and then the last two were just wrecked. They're like, I wonder what Sleepy Joe's up to. I bet he's taking a nap. Probably shit his pants. Yeah. Then, like, halfway through this, when everyone's freaking the fuck out, and I happened to not be at home at the time. I was going to Sam's Club with the kids. Yeah. And I, I was freaking the fuck out. Like, yeah. I don't expect something to happen, you know? Yeah. I might not have my gun on me, and I'm fucking more than a 30-minute walk. Yeah. So I was nervous. And, like, people, veterans and these nerds, these nerd veterans were freaking out. So, anyway, it was a hard time. But what ended up happening was that missile attack uh, on the Iraqi base the, where the CIA and the Mossad were there. The, in the, Iranian the consulate sh- yeah, building. The yeah. Iranians struck it. And then they then they were on there sharing screenshots of all this shit with United States Air Force jets headed to Tehran. And I'm like, man. I'm telling you, man. But it leads us up to our topic. Yeah. Okay. So now that you're here, <laughs> for those that skipped over current yeah. events, uh, today we're going to be talking about something that I came across last week, probably after the show, had to be. And then, so I, uh, I watched the first video and I was like, huh. I was like, that's interesting. And then I saw like two more about the same topic. Right. So that's when my curiosity was piqued. And that's when I contacted you. I was like, hey, I think I know what we need to talk about this week. For sure. So for those of you out there, and mind you, yesterday, you know, a bunch of people, I was at the factory and they're all sit, we're all sitting around and I'm just minding my business, you know, and uh, they start fucking armchair quarterback in this fucking conflict in the Ukraine and all that stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, just sitting there listening to this dumb shit. And I'm like, <laughs> tell me more. And I'm like, and one of the guys is like, all we got to do is keep putting sanctions on them and stop buying their oil and they'll stop. And I was like, <coughs> I was like, what? I was like, and this is after I started looking at this, this topic. Right. Yeah. I like got up and I was like, I looked across the room. And I was like, let me ask you guys a question. Does any of you know who Alexander Dugan is? What? And they're like, no. Why would I, I like, know that? I was like, okay. I was like, that's what I thought. And that's okay. I'm not trying to make <coughs> you look stupid. Right. But I was like, let me play, let me put this out there for you. And this is what we're going to do for you guys. For you, for those of you who aren't in the know, who don't know who Alexander Dugan is, right? He is one of, uh, he's extremely close to Putin. He's supposedly a, ca- uh, a consultant for the high, the military high command. Right? Since seven years ago, they've referred to him in the Western media as Putin's brain. Or Putin's Rasputin. Yeah. Well, I just meant the media. Yeah. Which, if you know anything about <laughs> Rasputin, yeah. you know, that's, that's, that's bad juju. If you don't, start page.com, that yeah. motherfucker. If you don't know about Rasputin, you get on Spotify and look up the song Rasputin. Yeah. And it will tell you everything you need to know. Everything you need to know about Rasputin. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, no, so this guy, he's been around for a while, right? He's, He's been on the scene, political scene, for some time now in some fashion or another. You know, he grew up, of course, like in fucking Soviet Russia, right? He's like always been like super hyper nationalist Russian, right? Yeah, and like believes in Russian hegemony. And uh, so after the Soviet Union fell, he published a book 
1997 called The Foundations of Geopolitics. Now, would you like me to do a rundown? Some of the themes and things that, like, let's, I'm just going to break this down. Okay, so he wrote this book, The Foundations of Geopolitics. Overline, the whole reason for this this plan, this, what he wants to do, right? Yeah. Is to have, and this is what he calls, okay, so he calls it Atlanticism, right? Okay. I.e. dominance of the United States in the UK when it comes to geopolitics, right? He wants, like, the his whole end game is for them to lose Atlanticism, i.e. the UK and, and the United States to lose their influence. Yeah. And basically rebuild the influence of Russia through annexations and alliances. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so here is some of, like, the outline of, like, his vision. This yeah. is what he wants to happen, right? <coughs> Publicly or privately? This, like, is, this is what book. he puts out in the book. Okay, so public. So this is pu- 100% public. This is this is just fucking... This, I'm reading this off fucking Wikipedia. Basically, he's like... This a, isn't a conspiracy theory. This is exactly what this motherfucker wants. I just, I'm asking for one spoiler alert. Okay. Now, is he like a Russian Klaus Schwab? Does he put it all in the in the business? Because I don't feel like he's going to put all of his uh, his occultic shit in there. Well, that's the thing, though. We know, though, that he's he's part of the, the esoteric circles. And we'll get to that. Okay. But that was just me asking for a spoiler alert because I did not look that part up. Okay, so basically it advocates for a program of subversion, destabilization, and disinformation spearheaded by Russian special services. They would use their gas, oil, and natural resources to basically, if they, to coerce other countries into going with this plan, right? Mm-hmm. Which we've already seen that. Right. Uh, can I do a comma real quick? Yeah. This is... A thing that I wrote down, I meant to mention earlier, but I rambled too long. Did you see, and this goes right along with it, the Russian trolling of the United States that happened today? Mm-mm. I believe uh, El Presidente put it out in the group chat, but Russia is trolling us right now. Does it have to do with the ISS? No. Oh, okay. I, I saw that too, though. Yeah. But <clears throat> they basically, uh, Putin put out a conference, a press conference, whatever, the other day, yesterday, maybe the day before. Where he mm-hmm. was like, you know, inflation in the United States is crazy right now, all due to their monetary policy, and yet they want to blame us. Yeah. You know, they're blaming us for their high gas prices, uh, but we provide less than 3% of their oil. So you know what they did today? They loaded uh, two or three full cargo ships of fuel, mm-hmm. like they normally would, Yeah, and they're sending them to the United States, only to be turned away. Because of Biden, you know, saying no more Russian oil. Yeah. And getting all these lefties, these uh, pro-Ukrainian flag profile picture holders. Yeah. But it's funny to me because that's the same type of shit, disinformation or that's the type of magic. Okay. So he breaks this down basically from continent to continent what he what, what their plan is. Yeah. Like, and he, because he has detailed the entire thing. So in Europe, they want Germany to have dominance over most of the Protestant and Catholic states located within Central and Eastern Europe. They call this the Moscow-Berlin axis. They have multiple axes, by the way. Yeah. <clears throat> Which we've already seen. Like, they, they, they're not using necessary just... they're not. It's not by brute force alone. With Germany, you could kind of see where the coercion's coming from because Trump warned Germany about reliance on natural resources from Russia. Yeah. I.e. gas... Oil. Become energy independent or pick better friends. 
and the Germans, like, I, I saw this speech just last week. Trump at the UN looked at Germany and said, you need to fucking cut them off because you're going to be regretting it later. And they laughed at him. Well, here's the thing, They though. fucking openly laughed at him when he was like... If, if they're offering Germany a seat at the table, who's to say... You know, they joked back and forth in the media, the people that changed the name of French fries to Freedom Fries. They joked back and forth about France being a turncoat when this all goes down. What if everyone in that area that you're mentioning is a turncoat and they're already well, at the table? Think about it like this. There's already been kind of stuff about that because you got to think the... I think she's still the chancellor of Germany or she just stepped down, but Angela Merkel grew up in the, grew up in East Germany under the Soviet Union. Yeah. Right. The same level of education that Putin had. Right. Probably the same membership at the WEF and all those globalist billionaire funds. But so is that a possibility in your mind? Do you think that all these areas are already in secret council with Russia and China? Well, see, okay, so let me let me okay. keep going. All Sorry, right. this is no, the commentary. So, no, 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 I, and I'm cool, but I'm going to answer that question. I got you. Okay, France should be encouraged to form a bloc with Germany as they both have a firm anti-Atlanticist tradition. So, anti-UK, anti-American stance, right? Uh, the United Kingdom merely describes an extraterritorial floating base of the U.S. should be cut off from Europe. <laughs> Which... Okay, so let me pull pull that in. We know for a fact that when they funded that whole Brexit, yeah, that there was Russian money behind the Brexit. For sure. So they cut them off from the European Union. They they funded it. I'm sure they were involved in those social media uh you know, the, the United States are not the only ones. I shouldn't say the United States. The West are not the only ones that can be involved in color revolutions. Yeah. You know, clear <laughs> Clearly, we fuck around so like, a little too much in the Middle so they East. They funded, they funded, they partially helped fund the Brexit. Yeah, on the anticipation because that's exactly what they want. They wanted, the, they let the United Kingdom, the United Kingdom, by that logic, if this is the road we're going down in the in the in the whole of history, if this end game happens, this is what this dude this dude wants it gets to happen. They gave fucking the UK the knife. Yeah, and they slit their own fucking throat. Well, I mean, nationalism is a is a is a potent potable. You know, maybe they. I yeah. don't know. Okay, so Finland should be absorbed into Russia. Um, Estonia should be given to Germany sphere of influence. Wow. Latvia and Lithuania should be given a special status in the Eurasian Russian sphere. Poland should be granted a special status in the Eurasian sphere. And we talked about these as kingdoms, and when you say. Uh, Sphere of influence. Do you mean like that's their like they're a tributary to a specific kingdom, or they, none of these countries are going to maintain autonomy outside of the four kingdoms, right? They yeah they they'll have to answer to somebody else, right? Like openly willing to let another country's government influence your government. Yeah, right. Their daddy. Okay, so this is where we get to. Oh, uh, Romania, North Macedonia, Serbia, uh, the Greek, the Orthodox collectivist East will unite with Moscow, quote unquote, the third Rome. It's awful close to a different R word. Yeah. Uncomfortable. Um, okay. And this is where we get to another thing that 
we're already seeing lay out before our eyes. Ukraine should be annexed by Russia because Ukraine as a state has no geopolitical meaning, no particular cultural import or universal significance, no geographic uniqueness, no ethnic exclusiveness. Its certain territorial ambitions represent an enormous danger for all of Eurasia, and without resolving the Ukrainian problem, it is in general senseless to speak about continental politics. Ukraine should not be allowed to remain independent unless it is cordon sanitaire, which would be inadmissible. Well, you can't let a girl run around without a tag on. She's got to have the collar. Somebody's yeah. got to know with the collar on her neck that she belongs to daddy. Is that what I'm hearing? More or less. So basically, their logic <laughs> is this, is that they don't want any... The only states they're kind of giving that quote-unquote special status are ones that they don't perceive as any foreseeable threat in any future. Okay, yeah. Right. So, moving on to the Middle East and Central Asia, uh, it stresses a continental Russian-Islamic alliance. Also, on the foundation, it relies still on that foundation of anti-Atlanticist strategy. Mm -hmm. Right? Because we know the Middle East, they ain't got no love for us, really. And neither does, uh, well, the Middle East has no love for us or the UK. Or they fuck does. So, Iran is their key ally. We already know that. Yeah. Iran is their key ally there. Which is odd because Iran just made that military attack yesterday. But anyway, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Which they call the Moscow-Tehran axis. Right. So basically, the other part of the plan is that they plan on using Armenians, Kurds, and other groups to basically subvert Turkey. Um, a lot of these places you're mentioning being subverted have a heavy uh, American influence. Yeah. Western influence, I should say. Basically, they need to dismantle Turkey, and like I said, they they plant their their ideas to use Kurds and Armenians and other minorities to basically take out the Kur- the Turks. The Caucasus, Kazakhstan, Central Asia, they Uzbekistan, Kyrgyzstan, Tajikistan, they all consider them part of Russia. Good, we bore out Russia, alone. Sure. The East and Southeast Asia, China, which represents a danger to Russia, must to the maximum degree possible be dismantled. Dugan suggests that Russia start by taking Tibet. Xinjiang, uh, Inner Mongolia, Manchuria as a security belt. Russia should offer China help in a southern direction. Indochina, except Vietnam, the Philippines, Indo- Indonesia, Australia, as political compensation for them taking those northern parts and creating a buffer zone between them and China. Now, just to just to quickly bookmark back to our previous episode where we talked about a different sphere of influence with the WEF for the West. Uh, presenting Russia. You remember we we uh, went on some hyperbole there. We were talking about the WEF and all these globalist organizations, or the basically the Illuminati, whatever you want to call them, telling Russia like, "Hey, you play your part in this, and we'll leave you alone." Right. Well, the same exact thing that I said then, I'll say now. China and Russia may be great allies for destroying the West. Yeah. But when it comes down to these territorial issues. And human tribalism. Do you honestly think either one trusts the other? Do you think that... Oh, no. Now, again, we haven't gotten to where we're going with the whole race thing. Yeah. But, like, race should aside, do you think that the race thing will pull them together? Or do you think it will eventually lead to more tribalistic warfare if it sees itself out? Okay, so with, with the whole... You're talking about with China and Russia, right? Yeah. Sorry, I'm foreshadowing. I think there has been enough amnity 
between those two states and those two peoples. Winnie the Pooh and the Bear. Where they like, you got to think, I mean, like the CCP wouldn't be where they're at today if it wasn't for the CCCP coming in, basically taking, helping them take, helping Mao take China. Yeah. Right. So there's, there's amity there. There's a, there is a, a, a fellowship there between these two nations that goes back before probably our grandparents' time. It's historical. It is It is historical. I think, honestly, knowing nothing, obviously, I'm just an armchair quarterback when it comes to this shit, but knowing what I know from reading a few novels and, and various things about China, they work on generational lines. Well, they don't think day-to-day or month-to-month or week-to-week. They I th- think generationally. I think where his... I think what his theories is, and we'll get into it more later. We, we said we were going to, is like having these spheres of influence, like you, like you said, basically these four kingdoms in Eurasia. Yeah, giving the ethnic group that is at the center of these spheres of influence what the Nazis referred to as Lebensraum. Yeah, which is living room. So like, they're gonna take back Mongolia, and Russia's gonna take back Mongolia and all this shit. But in return, they're going to let fucking China just absolutely unleash on Southeast Asia and take whatever they want and not fucking bat an eye at it. Even Australia. They're going to let them take all of that under the guise that they are going to leave them the fuck alone in the north. Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, just from my perspective as an anarchist, I don't think that that's wrong. I, I think when it comes down to it, you know, these nation states, these alliances, this globalism. Globalism, obviously, in the last, what, two years has proven how fucking fragile it makes everything. But the thing is, is that this is, all this is at the expense and subjugation of of the of the ethnic groups that aren't at the centers of these spheres of influence. Does what I'm sense? saying is, from my position, as if I could, if I could have my anarchist utopia in my sphere of influence, I don't want to sound unempathetic. But I don't give a fuck what's going on over there because it's none of my goddamn business. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right yeah. or wrong? Like, do, do you agree or disagree in your private life? If you were allowed your own anarchic sphere of influence, which just involves your property, do you give a fuck what's going on somewhere you're, ne- you're not going? I mean, I get it. Like, human suffering, it's bad. But are you willing to tie American lives or human lives? Let's just say human lives. To a military conflict, it's the same argument with this Ukrainian bullshit. The you know, like we don't. It's, a, it's such a hard nut, just because like. If you want to go over there and give your life, go ahead. Here, herein lies the problem: is that knowing what I know now about this dude and what his ideas are, right? And like I said, this is just us. This is me just laying out the strategy. We haven't even got to the fucked up parts yet. For sure, sorry, too much commentary. But knowing what I know and what his like end game is. Like, you're never going to get that utopia you want. Well, I don't even believe his endgame. I believe his endgame is not that four-kingdom state. I believe... I think it's Russian hegemony. Hegemony. Yeah, exactly. That's every, all it really is. Every area has their own. Sorry, I'm going to... I, I want to get to the juice. Okay, so... Keep, let me let me get to this. Let me get to this last part, and this is the part, like, we've talked about this before, and now we've seen it laid out into this book. Yeah. We talked about this uh, on a few episodes back, this whole <laughs> idea that... Something was found. A weakness was found in the proverbial armor that is the unite of the the suit of armor that is the United States, right? <laughs> the rainbow armor that we wear. Okay, so this is their plan in the United States. Russia should use its special services within the borders of the United States to fuel instability and separatism. For instance, 
provoke Afro-American racists. Trump should introduce geopolitical disorder into internal American activity, encouraging all kinds of separatism and ethnic, social, and racial conflicts, encouraging all kinds of separatism and ethnic and social and racial conflicts, actively supporting all dissident movements, extremists, racists, and sectarian groups, thus destabilizing internal politics, political processes in the United States. Hence the reason why there were 98% of the pro-Christian groups that set up all their events next to abortion clinics. Yes. It would also make sense simultaneously to support, to support isolationist tendencies in American politics. This is exactly why. So, okay. Here's another thing. And it's not mentioned in here, but I know this too. So if you see any like grassroots thing about how a state wants to secede from the United States and be its own autonomous state, I can all but guarantee that the the majority of the money for that movement was funded by Russia. But what's crazy is they found such a great way with their psychology and their psychological warfare that they find these people that are in those groups in that area, let's say Texas, like you said, Mm -hmm. that don't want any part. No one really truly wants a part of the West's aggression. No one wants, I mean... I don't know. No living, breathing, thinking human being gives a fuck about spending money in Ukraine or Russia. They don't want a world war, right? So would it make sense that Texas doesn't want to abide by federal... Sorry, I'm all over the place. Do they really... I mean, there are probably a majority of Texans that don't want to spend their tax dollars on abortions or foreign wars or bullshit. You know what I mean? True. They just and they're they're basically feeding these fires. But the thing is, they understand. But that's the thing, though. Doesn't matter. They don't believe any of the things that that person in Texas believes. They no, believe none I totally, of that. I totally agree. What I'm saying is, Dugan is basically doing magic to talk to Cthulhu or whoever is telling him, like these are the people you should target. He wants to cut off with your Facebook groups the federal U.S. government from its bread and butter, which yeah. is the state itself. Well, it's the same thing. What would we hear about California breaking up? Yeah, that's every, the sixth well, largest economy in the world. Every, or it was every grassroots movement, and I can guarantee there is more than probably fifteen states that have these movements going on right now. Yeah, getting signatures and whatnot. <coughs> All of them have money from Russia because they want to. Like, think of it. You remember that old political cartoon that inspired the Gatson flag? The first cartoon was a snake cut into 13 pieces. Right. And the snake's and like each piece of the snake off. was represented what represented one of the colonies, right? Yeah. Because they understood that apart they're nothing. But together they are one. Together don't fucking tread on me. Right. That is their whole ideology with that. Now, for the people that are following my line of thinking, and I don't know if you are or not, but where I say that they used either magical means, which we'll get into in a minute, or just really good with their <coughs> special <coughs> services, their their intel, right? Uh-huh. About these various breakaway fractions, fractures rather, in the United States. Doesn't it make sense that they also apply a lot of money or shady deals with these corrupt politicians at the federal level to push policies that will create division in the various states. 
So they're playing it at both ends. It's like a vice. Does yeah. that make sense? They're pushing money into the federal to push in on the states. They're also pushing money into the states to push for secession. Does that make sense or am I rambling on? No, I get what you're saying. What if they found the perfect way to destroy this country? Okay, so... Is it possible? This is... Okay, so... (laughs) I'm just taking this excerpt from uh, part of Dugan's biography. Dugan supports Martin Heidegger's thought, notably the geopolitical... geophilosophical concept of Dacine existence. According to Dugan, the forces of liberal and capitalist Western civilization represents... The ancient, what the ancient Greeks called hubris, the essential form of Titanism, the anti-ideal form, which opposes heaven, the ideal form in terms of space-time being. In other words, the West would summarize the revolt of the earth against heaven to what he calls the West's atomizing universalism, due in contrast as apothic universalism expressed in the political idea of empire. Values of democracy, human rights, and individualism are considered by him not to be universal, but uniquely Western. Mm. Fuck that dude. <laughs> that took a long, that was a long breath thing to, to get to just that commentary by me saying, fuck him. Well, here's the thing. I've not even reached my point of fuck that dude yet, but we're about to get there. I don't know about you, but geopolitics, this fucking global chessboard that for the longest probably most of our if not all of our lives that's been played out has i have no interest in it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. you know what i have interest in is his fucking devotion to a certain type of practice and his certain type of uh holding things back for his own benefit rather than sharing it with all of humanity yeah does that make sense Mm -hmm. is that where we're about to go or we still got a ways no so this titillates me. He, I don't think he's ever been out in the open with it, right? But because of his, well, he shouldn't be because of his way of thinking and because the way he does things, and the pe- and the people that he said has influenced him, he has been associated with something that honestly I'm surprised it took me this long to get to this, which I think we might have scraped it. <clears throat> when I say scraped, it, I mean scraped it. Barely. Barely. When we talked about the Tula Society. Yeah. And Helena Blavatsky. Mm-hmm. But mind you, those to me are like these theories in their infancy. Right. This shit, we don't... It's so fucking big. So fucking big? And to understand like... Mm-hmm. I, I need everybody to understand this right now. I'm become... become considered under the belief that when Nazi Germany fell and all these dudes fled, some of them got caught, some of them didn't. But the ones that fled and got away planted the seeds of their ideology in other places and kept it alive. Mm-hmm. The, f- the, the, the foundations of what they believed in, right? The shit that came from the Tula, the shit that came from Helena Blavatsky, like, and... Then it started, those seeds that they planted began to bloom. 
And the and the you know what the most fucked up part is, is you know why they bloomed and flourished? Why? It's like a it's like a double edged sword because because we believe in free speech and freedom of the press. None of these ideas, none of these 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 new these seeds were never suppressed. Should they have been? There's no suppression that makes sense. Esoteric fascism. <laughs> well, here's here's what I'll say. Can I can I offer a counter? Okay. Now, we're about to get into the esoteric fascism of all this. And it's fucking thick and heavy. Would mm-hmm. you agree? Oh, most definitely. But here's what I'll say. And I don't like just as a, a you know, uh, a debate. I don't like the idea of suppression because that is the whole reason why this happened in the first place. I don't like it either. No, no. But what you're what you're offering is like a light-hearted suppression of facts, right? It's just so because you don't want it to emerge. But what I'm saying is these people, the Blavatskys, this Dugan fuck, uh anyone involved with our government or anyone in the West that's involved in this shit they are what we've heard about before through, and I'll shout them out again, whether you love them or hate them, Mark Passio. Yeah. You know, former Satanist priest turned deocultist. The reason why there's human suffering is because no one understands the true laws. And if you allowed everyone to understand the laws and put them out and didn't occult them, occult simply means hidden from view, occultare, taken away from the oculus, not allowed to see. That's what causes this shit. So we have this whole fake-ass chessboard of the geopolitical states, right? And you have these occult players moving these things occasionally, like this Dugan fuck. If everyone knew and understood the occult laws and natural law, this would never have happened. The Suppression is not the answer. I, you're right. But the problem is, <clears throat> is that this is coming from somebody, I believe, in the laws. For sure. I believe in those things in their purest form. But this is a twisted fucking amalgamation. Right. But it was of of the laws. It's a fucking bastardized. Absolutely. Fucking rotten to its core. Yeah. Twisted version of it. It's like, you know how they say in Lord of the Rings, like orcs used to be elves and then they fucking twisted them. Yeah. This is the fucking orcish version of but it, eso- esotericism. But it's absolutely due to the fact that they gave the regular people bread and honey, and the regular people are lazy cunts, and they weren't given access to the free, the free knowledge. If everyone had it, this wouldn't happen. Fucking censorship is what caused this. I'll say it right now. You're right, you know what? You're 100% right on that. You know why? If we all because- had access to the fire, no one would be cold. Am I right? Yeah. Because, cause, because if enough people understood what we're talking about right now, and they weren't dumbed down, they would look. At, they would look at this shit, this esoteric Nazism, yeah. and be like, "Fuck, fuck you. that." Yeah, I have a thing here uh, from a, a Dugan interview that I watched, and I like to I'd like to mention it if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So, I watched a. <laughs> I wrote Doolin, because he's a fuck, and I don't respect him. God damn it, bitch. Technology. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So this interview, uh, if anybody wants to watch it, 
And what I love about it, if you listen, if you I I don't know if you want to note it down or whatever, you need to watch this. Okay. If only for the fact that you watch his the way that his like his uh what's it called? Um nonverbal communication. Mm-hmm. His nonverbal communication is fantastic. Yeah. Because you can tell that he is literally and his whole esotericism and magic, knowing what I know now. Like if I'd have just seen this and not known who this fuck was, I'd have been like that's sus. Yeah. He's up to some shit. But knowing what I know about him that we're going to get into makes sense. This whole fucking interview is a giant fucking, uh, not a seance, a fucking... Uh, a spell? It's a ritual. Yeah, a spell. Yeah. A ritual for him. So, Alexander Dugan, we have our special Russian truth BBC News Insight on YouTube five years ago. Look it up. But... The way he talks and the way he banters back and forth, it's not only like, can you see it from both sides? And this is another thing that makes me nervous with what you're talking about, how this has been going on play by play for the longest time. And now they're, you know, the, the Russian bear is now the main player in our lives, it seems, or the lives of the world. It's being allowed by the West. Because this fucking reporter tries to pretend like he's an actual reporter, which you never see anymore. Yeah. How many interviews have you seen, unless it involves Donald Trump, where they try and lambast this bitch? I've not seen any. No. They normally just go on to get on. They 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 give leading questions. Yeah. They try and put out a narrative that they've all agreed on. Well, this is different, and this goes directly in what you're talking about. They're. The Western media is playing directly into their playbook. Yeah. And it's fucking gross. But why are they? Is it because he knows the laws? I don't think it's because he knows the laws. I think it's because it's a plan. And it goes back to our oldest shows, where we talked about that documentary, uh, Rise of the Phoenix, where the United States is basically, you know, it's probably my limited mind without any other way to, to like, figure it out. Do you remember that documentary? We Man, talked it's been about a while. It. Um. But it involved like the, the, the occult creation of our symbol that's on the dollar, the, mm. the whole pyramid and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And like some weird demonic figure giving it to Thomas Jefferson and it's actually in the Library of Congress in, I think it's his diary mm-hmm. about how it came about. But basically in my mind, the West as it was then, Europe, before they sent us over here to colonize the colonizers, mm-hmm. you know, fuck you, modern warrior. Yeah, uh, colonize the colonizers. It was like a, it was a, it was a pressure release valve. So we had all these people that were tired of, you know, the king, and the the whole royalty situation. So they sent us out here with a bunch of masons. Yeah, Freemasons, if you will, not stone builders, but actual builders of the mind. Yeah, to build this new nation and to kind of release the pressure. Conquer and create. And they gave so many generations of just freedom, mm-hmm. you know, and then slowly clamp down on it. Yeah. And then use it as the world police, which is what we've been for fucking how many decades? Too long. Too long. Too long. And now this is the next phase. And it goes hand in hand with the occult symbology that was on the back of the dollar bill the entire time that's shown in Rise of the Phoenix, where instead of an eagle on the back of the dollar bill, it's a phoenix. Yeah. Meant to rise and be powerful and strong. And then burn into ashes. And then be reborn from its own ashes. And we are in the burning phase. Yeah. 
Does that make sense? Yeah. And that's why I think you see this this uh, collective bullshit. They've got this dude all over the media. Multiple interviews. Yeah. And his thing that he said about truth is where I, where I fucking lost my mind. The truth is a matter of belief. The truth is relative. And that's his belief. That's the one thing he said in that interview that I believe he thinks. At least that he wanted to push forward. Yeah. Because, you know, that goes completely against anarchy, which anarchy is personal freedom. Yeah. The truth is the truth. Yeah. Relativism is what get you fucked up. Yeah. You don't do what the Romans do when in Rome. Yeah. The truth is the truth. Right is right, wrong is wrong. Yeah. And he is pushing this narrative, and so many people on the, the, the east or the west, they accept this. Yeah. Because they've been fucking blocked from, like, true knowledge. And when you allow someone like that, and you could tell, just in my mind, from him saying that, he is the spearhead of this shit. Yeah. Whether or not he's in the limelight or not. He's giving that fucking old 70-year-old bear, however old fucking Putin is. Yeah. They're giving him testosterone. Yeah. They're giving him meth. And they're giving him this fag. Yeah. You know? Sorry. A long rant, but... No. Do you agree or disagree? I agree. I almost think that, you know, for the longest time, I thought Putin was purely driven by ego. But now, since you showed me this dude and I looked into him, I totally believe that he's on board globally with the dark elite. This yeah. dark occult, this bullshit. And it brought me back to my old bones. Yeah. It gave my old bone a good polish. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. If you feel me, now I can let me in. So, <laughs> esoteric Nazism, also known as esoteric fascism, uh, it's refers to a range of mystical interpretations and adaptations of Nazism. Uh, <coughs> interpretations of the Third Reich were adapted into new religious movements of white nationalism and neo-Nazism. They included beliefs in finding a mythical hyperborea. Hyperborea. Which is, depending on the interpretation, is either a place, like, i.e. Atlantis that actually existed. Yeah. That contain these like supermen, uh, or extraterrestrials. <laughs> yeah. Um, basically, the principle being, uh, that these dudes after World War II, a lot of them fucking more or less deified Hitler. Mm-hmm. Right. Like one, well, this one guy, he fucking uh, Savitri Devi. Uh, thought he was a reincarnation of Vishnu. Is that the creator and destroyer? Or is that another one? That's a different one. Okay. Actually, this is a woman. Sorry. The the name, Savitri Devi, is a woman. Okay. I thought you were talking about Hitler. Sorry, my bad. No, 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 no. This is after, after Hitler. Uh... Which, this ties into the whole idea that, so, like, their principles are that wherever or whenever Hyperborea was, the, the, the descendants of these supermen left this place, Hyperborea, yeah. and went into the, like, the lesser tribes of men and interbred with them dumb, in, cer- in certain areas. Dumb question. Is Hyperborea... Above, equal to, or below Atlantia. They're talking about anti-Atlanticism, right? Well, okay. When they say when we say anti-Atlanticism, it's in reference ocean? to the 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 political 
the geopolitical superiority of the UK and the United States. But it's a thought exercise, are we? Because, I mean, if we're dealing with this esoteric shit, like, is this, a, is this some leftover shit? It could be. It's hard to say because, like, I don't know in his native tongue or whoever wrote this if, <clears throat> if Hyperborea is the same name they tie to it slash is it called the Atlantic in their language? You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's, yeah, it's yeah. hard to fucking... Problem with translation. Exactly. So, <laughs> Tower of Babel and whatnot. I get you. So, like I said, she considered Hitler to be the ninth avatar of Vishnu and called him the godlike individual of our times, the man against time, the greatest European of all times. I'm pretty sure a god doesn't need to, uh, even a reincarnated god of the ninth level doesn't need to be shot up with meth. So, probably not true. It's it's a broader, you can't call it, see the thing is like that, <clears throat> I think people get hitched up because you can't call it quite white nationalism. Yeah. Or even just a white movement at this point when you have like, at least in this dude's mind and previous people's minds that the Hyperboreans weren't just mating with white people. Right. They were mating with... Humans. Uh, like, other races of men. Yeah. Right? Human so, beings. not just Europeans, but they, like, specifically Germans. They were getting their dick wet all over the globe. Or fucking uh, Aryans, or Aryans, Iranians, which is where the term Aryan comes from in the first place. Right. Uh, in certain types of Indians, because uh, the, the person I just mentioned, apparently, like, uh, there is a... Savitri Divi, there is distinctions made between some Indian groups and others based yeah. on skin color. I mean, it's all been goddamn tribal since the beginning, you know? So I had a bone to pick with, you know, some of this stuff. You found it from a, if I remember right, a TikToker? Yes. And the way that he lambasted and bastardized Evola, mm-hmm. it's whatever. In one way to look at it, all the things he said about him could be true. He could be a racist, he could be a sexist, he could be all these things. But I noticed, uh, you know, because I'm I'm mostly numb to those terms mm-hmm. from the fact that that's all we've heard for the last what decade. Yeah, about people, and I know what you know where we've read some of Evola, mm-hmm. and uh, I would I would argue everyone check out Julius Evola and his books on magic, the Evola Group. Because at the time of at the time that he wrote these, he was considered to be uh, a, an Italian version of Aleister Crowley, one of the most important magical thinkers and and esotericists, cultists at the time. Except it wasn't necessarily a cult because he wrote it, he put it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this TikToker, I'm not going to name him because first of all, I don't remember his name. Secondly, I don't want to give him any credit because I don't know. We haven't we haven't put this out, you know, together in the same room yet. But just because this Dugan fellow follows Evola. Yeah. That doesn't make him bad, necessarily. Evola bad, right? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas the only thing I've seen from Evola, and I've not done a deep dive on history of this dude, but from what I've read of him, I really like it. Yeah. Would you be comfortable talking about his one ritual that you did? Are you talking about, like, the the Mind Palace? The Yeah. The Mind like Palace? The Mind... The mind house. I don't know what you call it. I can't remember the exact name that he used. I mean, there's been a while. It's a meditative practice where you uh, 
you organize your your consciousness after you get into a meditative state, right? After you get into a meditative state, so you organize your consciousness into a structure of your making, a building of yourself. Yes, of your mental self, more or less. And then, and the thing is, when you're in that meditative state, you know, you think, oh, well, I can make this whatever I want. Mm, sometimes, sometimes not. Sometimes things just come out the way. Yeah. Like, you, there's not a goddamn thing you can do about it. Like, you walk in, like, when you're walking through this mental house. So, but you made a castle, right? It partially a castle, yeah. Okay. What did you, how did, like, so basically what I'm asking you is, can you, can you walk us through your process and what happened? Well, like, basically, a lot of it was, like, where there's places in it where you imagine like you're in this like hallway and there's like statues of like very significant events in your life right things and people and whatnot and those are like to me those are like your core memories were they already there did you make them they were there okay touching on the subconscious yeah so then you step down another hallway and uh it's like it it's weird because like I've done this a few times and a few times like I said statues other times it was a tapestry. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like almost like a timeline ri- like weaved into the on the like into this tapestry like instead of a instead of a concrete still structure it was a story. Yeah. A story told like in I guess you would consider it not hieroglyph but through through image. Yeah. Right. Painting. Yeah, but not like Moving a mosaic, painting. but like a, mo- a a tapestry. So it's like a carpet that's been woven with this story. I got right? you. Yeah. So then you turn down another hallway and down this hallway, like, because I, I create stories and stuff like that. There is these like, you go down this hallway and there's these little, um, I don't know what you call them, like uh, enclaves, I guess you'd call it mm-hmm. or something like that where each one represents a story that I've create that I've thought of, right? And its various stages is determined based on how far I've gotten in developing the story, right? Yeah. So where there's, like, you look in the enclave, there is, like, just, like, drawings and papers all over the walls. It's disorganized. It's because it hasn't been... You're compiled. like the, you're like, you're like the meme of the conspiracy theorist? Yeah, it hasn't been finished yet. Bunch of red lines leading to things. Whereas ones that I've completed, there is a just merely it's it's an empty enclave with just a pedestal in the middle, and in the center is that the tome. It's the tome. Yeah, right. And down that hallway, there's a door. And behind that door is just an em- another empty room, except on the far facing wall, there's just a very large mirror. How'd you feel when you looked in the mirror? I don't like that mirror. Do you want to talk about it? Not really. No. Maybe a little bit. For Made the... me really fucking uncomfortable. Maybe for the tribe. It's a glimpse at you, not you, but you. Yeah. It's not the conscious you. It's not even the physical you. It's a possible version or maybe the true version of you. What do you think? It's like the version of you that you should be. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you're looking at him and he's disappointed. Or you're uncomfortable. Imagine at someone. His I don't even know if disappointed is the right word. Imagine 
you it's not you look at them and it's so like you feel shame looking in their eyes so right? he's he's looking on you shamefully no he's not looking any s- certain way well, okay so you're you're gaining but, shame from his look yeah like I see. Just by looking at him, it makes me shameful. Like, man, I wish I was that dude. I'd say so. I'm yeah. ashamed. That There's I'm no. Not him. He's not judging me. He's not. He's not casting dispersions. He just upon is me. what he is. He is what he is. And you are you. But it is so hard to look at that. I don't like in the times that I have gone into this place. I don't venture into that that far too much. I, I, do I don't think, like doing it. So, do you think that uh, two part question? And then we'll get back on topic. I just, I felt like this was important. Once I saw they mentioned the word Evola in these interviews, I was like, we got to talk about this. Mm-hmm. But do you feel like your shame from looking at him is your lack of progress in your own eye of that reflection? Or do you think that maybe the more you look at that, like, like let's say you did that meditative practice every fucking day and you obsessed over it and you made yourself look into his eyes. That it would eventually make you into who you need to be. Maybe. I think it's about, like, the fact that, like, this person that's in the mirror is the version of me where I live... In, that that version of me lives in a distraction-free world, right? Or he doesn't allow himself to be bogged down by a distraction. Yes. I got you. He doesn't sweat the small stuff. He, you know what he is? He's focused. He's the writer that finishes all of his work. He's the stoic. Yeah. He is the stoic that no longer even has to practice his stoicism. <laughs> when I did it, I felt the same way you did. Because it is unpracticed. He doesn't, he no longer has to treat it like a practice. Yeah. He's the master. Well, a lot of the shit with stoicism and practice nowadays is because we're so distracted. And I felt the same way when, and we've never talked about this on air before as long as I remember. I don't think we've ever talked about Mm-mm. this. This meditative practice is, is important for everyone uh, focused on the occult or self-improvement in any way. But when you look at yourself in that mirror, in that meditative practice, it shows you who you should be. It shows you, would you agree, the best version of you mm-hmm. in he, this incarnation? He He's the one who finishes his work. He doesn't use excuses. He doesn't use excuses. When he sits down to do a thing, he does it. He takes care of himself. Takes care of his. He's the he's the master stoic. He's not a shithead that sits on TikTok for six hours. Yeah. <laughs> he is just the he like I said, he is the one that it isn't even about the distractions. Maybe the distractions are just my excuse. Well. Maybe he's just maybe it's because of like some sort of <laughs> lack some something lackadaisical in my in my work ethic or I don't know what it is. No, it's definitely if if you agree with me, you could disagree, but this is my opinion when I when I've went through it. Uh, I've done it a few times also. It is a, a reflection of your lack of focus. And yeah. that's all it is. If you could and that that's the same thing we talked about before. If you have you know, we've been bred and a lot of our stuff. This goes back to the occult conversation, being denied the truth, and having to seek out the truth um, while living this bullshit matrix life that we live. If you don't go directly after everything that you want immediately with laser-like focus, with no excuses, you have only yourself to blame. Yeah, because our brains, you know, you could look at any 
uh, Edgar, not Edgar Casey. What's his name? The guy that wrote the uh, Napoleon Hill. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Napoleon Hill says the same thing in his success courses in the twenties, nineteen twenties. You know, hundred years ago. But like, you have to have laser focus. This little bitch ass flash keychain flashlight that we're using on topics that interest us—it's bullshit. Yeah. If you have a if you have a passion and you don't follow it, and you look that motherfucker in the mirror. You're going to feel like a fucking pile of dog shit. Like, and that's the other thing about that reflection. That's the version of you that never, for a single second, let the haters get to you. Fuck haters. You say that. And no, I say no. It. No, I say it too. I say it. but I mean it. But that doesn't mean like I'm impervious to it. But you should be. You know why? He and is. The best way that I found to find, like, to fuck with haters, like on our socials and stuff... I used to fuck with them to increase the engagement. Mm-hmm. But truly, now, anytime I find one, and I just did this yesterday, I apologize to them for whatever happened to them in their life mm-hmm. that they're focused on instead of themselves that would lead them to fucking drop such negativity on someone else's creation. Yeah, I'm sorry that you had to take... Because time's the only currency you never get back. Yeah. See, what we just talked about, that's good. That's yeah. That's diacult. That's, that's that's good esoteric. Diacultist. We're mm-hmm. trying to teach the truth. That's if you want, shit. you can head over to our uh, our link on our TikTok page and find our paid core. I'm just kidding. We're not we're not charging money. It's all free. All this information is free, and you'll see so many people trying to tell you the truth. And I would go out, and I'm gonna give a shout out one more time to our dude, the Kybalion. Right. Yeah. Just go out and read the Kybalion. It's free. You can Google Kybalion online, free, and find it. It's about, what, 180th of the Bible? Super short. Oh, yeah. Most of the uh, religions have stolen from it. Well, you know, they. It, to me, it's, it's you know, the we talk about before the Emerald Tablet. And yeah. The Kybalion short, for as much wisdom as it contains, it's infinitely shorter than most religious tomes exactly and the whole thing with the emerald tablet i've had a lot of people ask me about that on instagram um if you don't know what the emerald tablet is it's as simple as this the truth to creating the best life that you can create for yourself is so simple that it is written on the tablet like an an emerald tablet it's written on an emerald it's meant to be a pocket it's it's not something that actually can be sought out. It's the it's in the same vein as the philosopher's stone, where it's a metaphor. Yeah, for sure. And once you do a little bit of deep work, and that's the thing too, a lot of these guys that do these courses, they talk about these deep sessions and all this shit, but it's really just self realization. Yeah. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong at all, but once you realize the self and the power of your mind, and your ability to focus on anything, you can look that motherfucker in the mirror and be like. You need to shave. Yeah. Little bitch. But neither of us are there yet, obviously. We're just trying to spread the good occult. Back to the bad occult, though. (laughs) Right. So these dudes, right? Yeah. These believers in the Hyperboreans, they come up with some crazy shit, man. Like I said, I go back. I blame Helena Blavatsky for this shit, man. She kind of started it. Now, I need to go back and look at her, but was she a dark occultist? Like, and by the difference between a light occultist and dark occultist is the fact that, like, a de-occultist or a light occultist would give you the knowledge freely, although you shouldn't cast pearls before swine, 
But at the same time, you should never hide the truth from the masses. Was she a dark occultist? It's hard to say, man, because the thing is, is that, let's put it this way, right? Let me ask you this. On all honesty, <coughs> right? Always. All things aside, was Karl Marx a bad person? I think he was a charismatic person who had terrible ideas, who believed his ideas fully. But was he a bad person? He never killed anybody. He never committed an act well, of violence against anybody. He's just like all these other cunts that had all the people that you hear, the the Rockefellers, the fucking Bushes, you know, whoever you want to use, whatever level of the cast you want to talk about. Are they bad people? Who knows? Because I can't see directly into their mind. Their actions are bad. Their directions are bad. But what if they truly believe that that's the best thing for humanity and they're trying to do good work? Exactly. See, so that's the that's the mindset you got to have with someone like Helena Blavatsky. I don't think she was bad. I think Dugan might be a shithead. Oh, Dugan. See, that's the thing, though, where Blavatsky is gray area, right? Yeah. But she put Everything, it out there. Everything after her is not gray area, right? Anyone that doesn't directly come at you and tell you that they're pulling their principles from this practice and that you can learn this practice too is probably a bad person. They took what she said and they ran with it, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, she's not bad. But it goes back to, like I said, about Karl Marx. Motherfucker, in his mind, was doing what he thought was best <coughs> for humanity. And in the grand scheme of things, was not a bad person. Right? Right. He never ordered the death of somebody. Did he, though? He, he, Do we know that? As far as we know, he didn't. As far as we know. He, he, he wrote treaties, basically, on he, how he thought what would, what would be the betterment of society, of humanity itself, right? He believed it. Yeah. Now, that's the thing. People took his ideology, and they ran with it. And most of them ran in the wrong direction. Or they <laughs> ran with it, and then people who were charismatic came into control of it and then used it to subjugate an entire population, kill millions of people. Yes. So, to answer that question about Blavatsky, no, she's not a bad person. I put her in the gray, though. She's in the gray. She's in the same realm. I, I would put her in the same realm as, like, Aleister Crowley. Or, you know, Man, I don't know, though. I don't, I don't know. know about I, him. Aleister Crowley might have been. Aleister Crowley to me is a, You ever is, seen that TikTok where the they're way. like, this could be a little less horny. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Aleister Crowley fits that to the T. Listen. He could have been a little less horny, man. If you marry a woman, right, and your honeymoon is done in the king's chamber at the pharaoh's temple in Egypt, and then later in your marriage you decide to hang your wife upside down after beating on her and fucking kids or fucking other women are in a marriage bed, probably not a good person. Yeah. You know? Okay, can I rewind that? <laughs> Helena Blavatsky, not as bad as Aleister Crowley. Yeah. But Aleister Crowley, he's like just a, he's a few shades of gray. <laughs> he's, not, he's not, he's, I don't think he's bad. Like, well, okay, I don't think he's evil, but he wasn't good either. No, he wasn't, he wasn't in the green. I would sure. go on to say, if anything, he was probably chaotic neutral. Oh, yeah. You know, which makes me troubled because I've always said I'm like chaotic which, neutral. That would put to me Hel Helena Bovatsky is lawful neutral. Yeah, we just don't know much about her because she's a woman. That's probably why they didn't they didn't take much they didn't take much history down. So she was probably like going into a starving village that had one cucumber. They could have saved him for a day, and she wrote it with her pussy and then ate it. 
I wouldn't be surprised. Just commentary. Yeah, I get it. Whore. So these these esoteric fascists, neo Nazis, whatever you want to call them, which <coughs> it makes me wonder how many of them. Like you look at the skinheads and shit, you're like, how are these dudes reading this shit, or are they just like going with the flow, right? Definitely flow goers. Yeah, like I don't think a lot of them know what's up. Like I showed you that symbol, right? Yeah, the, the dark hyper, sun, the dark, the black sun, the hyperborean sun, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and they, I see a lot of them wearing that and flying <laughs> that symbol. Super cute. I don't think they know what it means or what it represents. But then you got to wonder too, just to to cross over, you know, on a a, a rant, makes you wonder what Klaus Schwab's dressing up for <laughs> when he wears that fucking outfit. These motherfuckers, <clears throat> dark satinalia all around, have you. have convinced themselves through a twisted form of esotericism that they are rulers and there's a whole mess of people out there that are only meant to either be order followers or to be subjugated. Right. Now this Dugan guy, right, and how he is completely leading the Russian government through their play-by-play book of world events where they want to create a four-kingdom society, and that's admitted. So, Well, let's say four kingdoms through Eurasia. Right, but everyone else un- underneath them is just subjugated. They're subjects to yeah. be well, to and because that, that's the thing you you give these you like I said you have these ethnic groups who are at the epicenter of these kingdoms. Yeah, and then anything beyond that is merely those who are subjugated. But they're Naziistic because they ri- they believe that these groups outside of these ethnic groups yeah are meant to be subjugated. Well, yeah, obviously, like they believe that they like that they willfully on their own cannot rule they can't self-govern throughout your entire um reading of his his playbook from his own book i didn't hear one time africa mentioned nor did i hear brazil so i get it you know (laughs) yeah now here's my question um why do you think if this is such a thing and it's not new because he he was following a lot of esoteric people before him that were involved in the Soviet Union, right? Yeah. So why then did the Russians go so hard against the Germans during the Nazi, the Nazi movement? Well, see, why that's didn't the they thing. join sides? Okay, so a little bit of history. Originally, they did sign a pact, not uh, an uh, non-aggression, non-aggression pact. Okay. For whatever reason, Hitler got in his mind that he had to invade Russia because they had the oil fields. I saw that meth, bro. Yeah. His vitamin shots. But (laughs) I think this whole turn is something newer than that, right? Where, like I said before, when when the Third Reich fell, the survivors who had the the, uh, Nazi esotericism, right? Yeah. They fled and... They kept now when I, you always call us light bearers. Their light was not the same light that we like that we carry. I'll tell no, you that right. They now. like the the black sun or the dark sun at midnight. But they kept that shit. They kept that shit lit. That's Saturn, right? Yeah. They kept that shit lit. They kept the torch of black light lit, and and they they encouraged it when they could, and kept it alive and and bided their time. Yeah. Right. Until they knew that they were safe. To begin their plans again. Now, do you think this all came about, like, the change and the new supposed reorganization of these kingdoms? Do you think it came from, like, some deep esoteric fucking 
a vola level meditation where they all looked in the mirror and then they all simultaneously saw Iowas and they were like, we all need to fucking come together. Now Iowas is look that up. Uh, Crowley Iowas. That's a good look. up. Yeah. But something brought them together and it certainly wasn't the queen's death. Cause that just happened a few days ago. Have you heard about this? Yeah. Yeah. You heard it here first. The queen's dead. Anyway, well, but, sorry. let me. Can I get a little woo woo for a minute? I fucking listen. I love woo woo. What if it, what's what's speaking to them <clears throat> is Shit. not human? Shaitan, Iowas. That's exactly what I said. Shaitan, Iowas. Honestly, extra if dimensional I, beings. If, if I had to pit it on one of these extra dimensional beings, yeah, I'm gonna go with the light bearer himself. Yep. Well, he's desire. That's a whole different argument. They desire power. This is where I and argue power, against you. And desiring power is just another form of desire. Right? Yeah. I'm not going to lie, and this is probably where I'm wrong, and anybody out there that knows more than me, I welcome them to... to now, I wouldn't say even debate me, but I just want to talk about it. I don't think... Uh, I don't blame Lucifer. Lucifer lies matter. That means light bearer. It's bearer of knowledge. You know what I mean? But he's he's desire itself. He's the is embod- he though, or is that Christian bullshit? Well, I'm taking this from the secret history uh, of the world. <clears throat> I get it. Right, where the idea that like I think there's Lucifer a- isn't. This is just one of the names that we've given it. I kind of think Lucifer is the actual creator god, perhaps, and Satan or whatever you want to call him is the Old Testament god, well, the one of control that's not omnipresent. So, Shaitan, Shaitan, Satan, whatever you want to call it, Saturn. Um, shout out the Marines. It's the that okay. So that deity, shout out Corey Dieter is getting wet right now. Is the god of limit? Yeah, limit and control, inevitability. The same reason why you wear a black cube when you graduate. Death or a wedding ring. Right. Yeah. It's 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 limit. It's the limit of creation. Right. That's the idea. Is that he can't he is create. The, because they call him, his name means the opposed. He is opposed to existence itself. Yeah. Right? So I don't, it's hard to pin it down. You're probably right. But to me. There's no way to know. Like, I can't t- say that Lucifer is a good guy. Well, no. That's, that. there's too much cultural programming for either but of us can we go back? Can we go back to the whole, like, you know, lawful, neutral, chaotic, neutral thing? Lucifer at his, at the very best, at his very best. <clears throat> is lawful evil. He's fucking convinced me otherwise. I just don't know. Because the thing is, is he is the embodiment of desire itself. Can I give you a thought exercise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's imagine we are in the Old Testament book Genesis. Okay. Right. And we ourselves, one of us in this room has created Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. And we've created the animals. I'm not saying you or me, either one. One of us has. Mm-hmm. Perhaps, and we created all the animals, all the plants. We gave uh, life to a man. We pulled his rib out, created the woman. You know, to have the masculine feminine balance, mm-hmm. and we allowed man to name all the things because men can drive and women can't. Mm-hmm. So anyway, little joke aside, yeah. but let's just say this. Um. One of us wants to keep them in the garden, ignorant and fucking unavailable to anything better. Because they say, you know, in the older books of the Bible, they weren't allowed in 
that lest they eat, I think it might even say it's the King James Bible, lest they eat from the tree of knowledge, again, they'll become like we are. You know? Okay. But yet you have a man who is a snake, actually, who then becomes a snake later, even though he was already a snake, uh, just tells man, hey, eat this fruit, bro. Get me, your mind right. Let me hit you with the secret history of the world real quick. Oh, I already know. Yeah, go ahead, please. Okay. So the way they explain it, and I think they do a good job of explaining some things, understand this, that names and stuff like that. Translations. They, they transcend one religion to another. They have different they have different names and different religions, <coughs> right? For sure. So like it's not just understand a few principles. One, Satan, Lucifer are two different beings. Absolutely. They're not the same. They represent different things. The other thing is, you talk about the Old Testament God, Jehovah, right? He is not Satan, and he is not Lucifer. What about uh, Yahweh? What about uh, El- Well, that's the thing. Well, uh, this goes back. Yahweh, Elim. Je- Jehovah, Elim. Elim, you know? They're of the same, they're all the same thing. Same cast, but who's the top? Who's the creator? Okay, okay. Uh, uh, Are we all just... in this In this structure, imagine this. There is the all. Yes. Right? The all. The much, all. I love you so much. Created the thought. I love you so much for this. The all created the thought, right? <laughs> yeah. But he understood that this thought. All was created from thought. Required, required certain, let's say, guardians, stop gaps, things of that nature, right? <coughs> it yeah. wasn't just going to be. The prim. Yeah, he well, he had to separate existence from the prim, right? For sure. Don't even get me started on Stephen King. Bro, I've been talking listen. about that shit with with Tobin's here the last few days. I've been getting her all levels of geeked up to try to get her to read The Dark Tower. Don't even get me started on that shit, man. You got to. I just started re-listening to it on audiobook. So. Okay, so go ahead. I'm gonna keep jazzing you. So just basically, so you know. think about it like this: like, um, so the all creates the thought. He creates guardians for certain aspects. Yeah. Gaia being existence, life itself, right? The earth. She she is she is life itself. The this the physical embod she is she is the embodiment of existence. Right? Are we talking about universal life with Gaia or are we talking about the earth life? Like I'm curious. The what, earth what life. Okay. Right. Gotcha. So it's basically Mother Earth. Yeah. So and with it inevitably, you know, life unhindered would grow out of control. Yeah. So limit So limit had to be created. Bunch of men <laughs> doing that fuck thing. But limit had to be created. Yeah. I.e. Shaitan, Satan, Saturn, yeah. whatever you want to call it. We're fucking men and um, animals. And then you have like basically head of security, which was at the time Jehovah. Who was Jehovah. where think of like Satan and Gaia being outside the bounds of I'm trying to think of a good structure to break this down into How about the tree of life. So you have the all mm-hmm. he creates these two, he, in his thought, he creates these two physical embodiments in existence. Whereas you have limit and creation, right? Uh, below them, he creates this proverbial head of security. Who's like, Basically, leader of the underlings, uh, it, the uh, the under guardians, right? We're talking about Jehovah. We're talking about Jehovah. Okay, in charge oh. of whatever the fuck you want to call them, the Nephilim or whatever. Yeah, right. 
one of his fucking Nephilim fucking come goes out of pocket, you know. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck this shit. You're not any more powerful than I am, bitch. Yeah, faggot. And fucking We've been wait, we wait. started on the same day. Yeah. We have the same hire date. Exactly. We have the same fucking hire date, <laughs> motherfucker. You have you no worse seniority than told, I do. You told me to get my motherfucking time up. What the you're, fuck are you talking you're about? You're a chart, bitch. We've been around since the beginning of creation You itself. haven't even worked a block. You son of a bitch. Fucking piece of shit. So, <laughs> so you have <coughs> him who ultimately ends Lower, up- Lowercase him or- <laughs> Ultimately, uh, he, him. Sorry, I'm going to slow down. <laughs> <laughs> ultimately ends up being the the physical and the 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 on this plane the embodiment of desire itself yeah okay right yeah chuck norris go ahead <laughs> <laughs> he tempts us these are our, our supposed perfect beings with knowledge <clears throat> higher knowledge well, yeah it's easy to be perfect if you're fucking stupid knowledge of like the existence where all of us were just these like you gotta imagine we were the same as animals. We were innocuous to the world around us. I like right? to think this whole conversation is making all these esoteric people that we've mentioned that are dead turn over in their graves. Why would they be turning in their graves? Because though? fuck them. Okay. You know, we're doing what we got to do to wake up the people of today. Anyway, I'm sorry. That you gotta think just... of us in the same level as like like in the secret history of the world. They basically say that we're more or less plants. Yeah, right. For sure, we are completely oblivious. Some of us to are... the machinations of existence itself. Right. Yeah. And this motherfucker to rock the apple cart, no pun intended. <laughs> I see what you did. Yeah. Sorry, I was spitting. No Otherwise pun intended. It's <clears throat> like you know what would be real fucking funny. Would be great. We take this mother. We take these these these, these motherfuckers right here, yeah. and we fucking inject them with knowing. And oh see, shit! I'm and naked. See what fucking Fuck. happens next? Yeah. Like I gotta cover my dick. So you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and amend this. He 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 got upgraded. He's no longer lawful evil. He is chaotic neutral at this there point. There you go. That's a spirit. Okay. He's yeah, chaotic boy. neutral. Because because taking like you know, that's like going to the zoo with like fucking five pounds of fucking psilocybin mushrooms and just hucking them into the fucking monkey pins Man. and being like, I wonder what the fuck's gonna happen now. I would sit and watch that shit. You know? It'd probably be a bloodbath. You know, I people... saw that video of that chimp tearing that seagull to pieces. As it should. We all fucking saw it. The only creature in the zoo that I'm aware of, and this is not me coming up with this, this is Joe Rogan all day, mm -hmm. but the only creature in the zoo that deserves to be there is the giraffe because it loves it. Oh, look, another day without lions. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Everyone else should get out of there. You could easily have a monkey at a call center. Yeah. <laughs> so, to, 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 to break this down... And wrap this up a little bit. These uh, Nazi esoteric, uh, esoterics believe that, like, when they made us, right? The Nazis are the creators. The the creators. Okay. When they made us, they made some with a specific mission to dominate and subjugate the rest of us for sounds all time. Like, sounds like real life racist bullshit. It is real life racist bullshit, <laughs> okay. believe it or not. So it's weird because I don't like using that word because it's been but so no, overused. That is okay. You want to know some really racist shit? Real life racist bullshit. That's some real life racist bullshit. Now, listen, that's some real Nazi shit right there. If JMY5 is listening to this show and we've talked before about creating t shirts for show episodes, <laughs> he needs to create one on this one. 
And it has us be like, that's real life racist bullshit. That's real life Nazi shit right there. You yeah. want to call someone a fucking Nazi? Alexander Duke is a fucking Nazi. Bro, that's a real Swazi. Yeah. So that's not, some, that's not something that somebody who was angry, who was constipated, wrote on the bathroom wall. So that's our whole take on Alexander Dugan <laughs> and esoteric fascism. Alexander was, Dugan taking a dookie. Um, shithead. I did want to ask you something. Please I, do. I heard a rumor. I didn't confirm it. <clears throat> confirm or deny? Or? Is it true that Donald Trump is going to be on uh, Joe Rogan? No, nah, it's fake. Fuck! They had it on... Man, that got me so geeked well, up when I saw thing, that earlier. Man, it was on Twitter, and I could be wrong, because I'm never right all the time, you know? Yeah. But the, the, the account that I first saw it posted on, it was uh, Donald Trump, you know, looked legit, but it said parody next to it. And everyone is responding to it like... And I thought the same thing. I was like, man, that'd be sweet. Joe's yeah. going to fucking... I, wanna, I want to watch that interview. You want to know what that... Di- seeing that did but, to me... Real quick, I don't okay. mean to interrupt. Please hold that. All right. I'm just commenting, and then I'll shut the fuck up. This is possibly fucking disinformation for the purpose of drawing public attention to make it happen. Because it's fucking... Like, meme magic? Meme magic, exactly. Okay. Now... Someone spirit boarded this. Exactly. <laughs> if they Listen, if they did, they did a good fucking job. Yeah. Okay. You know, like, where... Okay. Seeing that. That rumor, where it took me, it took me to circa 1994, Saturday morning. Why am I seeing Bill Clinton play a saxophone? No, 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 no. Okay. My, what I felt like, I felt like it's, it's 1994, it's Saturday morning. Oh, man. I'm pouring myself a big old bowl of cereal, because you know what? If that actually happened... I am fucking. I don't care when the episode drops. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sitting there on the. I'm sitting there on the fucking carpet, and I'm listening to that whole goddamn yeah. episode. Through I like to think through. you're sitting on your stomach. There's a corded phone, and on the other end of that corded phone is me, and both of our feet are kicking behind our butts. I forgot I have any responsibility in the world. Yeah, you're a child. I'm just listening. You're there to, to absorb what will be. I don't even <laughs> listen. Do you don't understand? Oh, I do understand. I think are you. I know you understand, but yeah. I don't know if the listeners understand. I, I, you know what, and it, I'm glad I brought it up, regardless if it's just bullshit or not, yeah. because like you said, meme magic, I'm putting my fucking mental energy at that being a no thing. No shit. I poured all my shit into that thing. After I saw it was fake, I was like, I don't give a fuck. This is meme magic. Let's do it. It's going to happen. Donald Trump is going to go on Joe Rogan. Can I say, and this is, I don't mean to sidebar this, but I heard this on another podcast earlier. I There is another thing, and this is not nearly as exciting. But this is just me and you talking, and people are listening now. Yeah. There is another thing that I'm angry about with Joe Rogan that he needs to respond to. What's that? You know, he wants to fucking do all this shit where he gets called out for having pro-vaxxers, anti-vaxxers, pro-right, pro-left, you know. Everyone's talking shit, right? Mm-hmm. The one thing that I will say that I'm going to talk shit about him, and I want him to answer, mm-hmm. is that he talks shit about chemtrails. Oh, man. And listen... It, I get it. You know, it's a divisive topic. If you don't look into it, you won't understand. But look up Project for Solar Radiation Management because I saw it earlier on Max Egan's show and it reminded me of it. And I wanted to mention it tonight. Mm. Do you know about the, the floods that are going on in Australia right now? I was unaware. There, You should look it up. There are massive, there was at least massive flooding going on, destroying people's property. Mm. And they're not giving people food if they're not triple jabbed. Really? Yes. Wow. And there are people doing these channels 
that are hip to the Project for Solar Radiation Management, which has been talked about in the halls of Congress and the Senate and passed and approved and funded to do it here in the United States. Yeah. And all the experts have said that once you start this, it has to be done all the time. And if you stop, the um, repercussions will be immeasurable, mm. right? So they spray these things in the air to reflect sunlight and all this shit, whatever. Look it up. But they've got square cl- like like a Doppler video of square clouds coming out of, huh. let's just say, an area of the ocean towards Australia because they're an island. And then the next thing you know, <laughs> all these fucking areas are that are not like super jabbed up are getting fucked. Yeah. And they're literally like people riding around on yachts and shit trying to save people. Hmm. And the government is not authorizing them to be fed with federal funding unless they're triple jabbed because you have a vax card. Damn. By the way, COVID's dead. And yeah. it never was a thing, actually. Yeah. It was just, uh, it was actually Ukraine the entire time. I'm glad we forgot about all that already. You Did know? you see our last episode title? No. What I was came it? up with it at the last minute. Stand, uh, hashtag stand with you, Klaus. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that cocksucker. Man. I felt like uh, after editing the last episode and hearing that uh, Awaken with JP fellow, I changed the entire title. I was like, nah, that's not the title anymore. <laughs> well, I think that about wraps it up for us. Yeah, it kind of like wraps up the queen's life because she's dead and they're Man. waiting to announce it. Someone said they saw another rumor <laughs> I saw where like some fact, I don't know if I believe this, some factory out in Southeast Asia got an order for I saw that yeah for Br- British flags with the Queen's face on it and mm. then a death date like a year born makes sense death date on they're it definitely outsourcing but it's that like shit. they're not paying for the people to do that shit I'm gonna all I know is if she really is dead and then they finally announce it there's motherfuckers like in the in the fucking crowd with flags with that shit on it I'm gonna be like bruh bitch that <laughs> that motherfucker's been dead for like a month yeah. Well, what's weird is they came out with it like three months ago. They were like, this is what exactly would happen if a fucking royal died. Yeah. And they were talking about like how they wouldn't put it out immediately and all this shit. Like, this bitch might have been dead. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how long it takes a lizard to die. Has anyone heard from JT Hall in a while? (laughs) I'm doing this for my old fam, you know? Yeah, I get it. Still my fam. Yeah. Love you guys. I think that about wraps it up for us, doesn't it? True. Uh, we'd like to thank y'all for listening. We'd like to thank Blood the Brave. Blood of the Brave Bandcamp. We'd like to thank JMY5. JMY5, Instagram.com. Hopefully he comes back can, into the fold. We yeah. can go back onto Instagram. Or, I'm sorry, uh, YouTube, rather. Yeah. We'd like to... Uh, yeah, there's ways to get a hold of us. We're on uh, everything. Yeah. As I mentioned in the beginning of the show, I will literally give you my phone number. Yeah. Uh, if you text me or message me, uh, I will most likely read our things on the show if you would like. If you don't, I won't. Yeah. But we're available on Instagram.com forward slash Bones and Tubs, Twitter at Bones Tubs, uh, and we're also on Telegram and TikTok. Um, let thank y'all for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, if we don't see you between now and again, we'll see you in the womb lands. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I see you. <laughs> 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 Go ahead. We, we hope y'all stay safe and uh, we hope you tune in next time. Oh man, eat the apple. We love you. We really do. It's real. They try to rearrange your brain, make you doubt.
about yourself until you think you're insane They really did lie to you as a kid And they're still lying now, they don't care if you live So stop asking them or think that they will help The battle's within, they don't care about your health All they want is for you to bow down and be ruled And they've been training you well ever since you were in school Played as a fool, used as a pawn Unwash the minds with the words of my songs You gotta stay strong and go deep within your own Heart that deserves to shine like chrome You gotta push and grow and break through the mold That they try to lock you in to control your soul It's everywhere you look when you watch what they feed All they do is plant the seeds that help conformity Your mind is a prize and they hunt it every day And anyway, they can, they're gonna move it on the prey But I know their tricks and the tactics they use And expose them in my songs, there's no way we will lose Come alive from FEMA Region 5 This is the Hunger Games You gotta fight to survive Look alive And be ready on all sides Cause every day they attack Your mind's third eye Come alive From FEMA Region 5 This is the Hunger Games You gotta fight to survive Look alive And be ready on all sides Cause every day they attack Your mind's third eye May the odds be Ever in your favor Whether you see it or not Our lives are a danger Battered and broke They wanna leave you with no hope like you're stuck and can't find your way out of the rope And they're the ones who tied you up so tight And tell you that you're free, don't resist, don't fight Like we're supposed to take it, your will they wanna break If they really want you to not think you're gonna make it They try to break your will, cause they know how strong you are They know your power, that's why they haunt you at large It's never what they claim, nothing's ever what it seems This is the Hunger Games, you are Katniss Everdeen They play it on a screen and we cheer for the rebels But in real life, most cheer for the devil They just wanna be safe, that's why they keep them all scared The stake you care less, they'll push you down the stairs And they'll sell you the crutch, and then tell you to be thankful That's the truth, the cruel, to face it can be painful But after you make it through the lies and hurt You finally realize, everything you're worth come alive from FEMA Region 5, this is the Hunger Games You gotta fight to survive, look alive And be ready on all sides Cause every day they attack your monster And I come alive From FEMA Region 5, this is the Hunger Games You gotta fight to survive, look alive And be ready on all sides Cause every day they attack your monster And I may the odds be Ever in your favor Whether you see it or not Our lives are a danger Happy Hunger Games Oh